Hey y'all, it's your girl Mac. Welcome to my podcast. Welcome to my show. This is Mac Talks Music and Reviews. I do reviews of Love After Lockup, 90 Day Fiance. Um, not the current season because I do not like it. But when there's another season that I actually enjoy, I will review it. I'm going to be doing reviews of music related shows as well. I'm going to get into uh, BET Presents, the encore, and also I'm going to watch the new. Uh, documentary on Mary J. Blige's My Life album that's on Amazon. So yeah, I'm doing a review right now of Love After Lockup season three, episode 36. Obviously that, uh, that, um, that doesn't make sense. It should be season four, (laughs) but this is what the producers want to do. So let's get into it. I'm going to talk about Brittany and Ray first. Um, They are the least interesting right now. I think they will get more interesting once Ray shows up. (laughs) But um, right now they're just kind of okay. So Brittany goes to her parents' house for her dad's birthday party. And she is telling them that she is um, in a relationship with Ray. Um, uh, This guy in prison. And they of course look disappointed and surprised i don't know if surprised because obviously they're not surprised they already knew about this because they agreed to be on the show right (laughs) the cameras are there so they know what this is about but even though they probably already knew um i don't think it changes that they genuinely are disappointed and don't want her to be in this uh with this guy um and they also are bringing up that they don't understand why she continues to choose men like this now she doesn't no one gives any descriptions about the ex-boyfriend she said that he was abusive but we don't know if he was in prison we don't know who he was so um the mom does not her mom doesn't want to meet him because she's like she wants him to meet her family but the mom doesn't want to meet him because she says he doesn't bring anything to the table until he has something to bring to the table you know, I don't want to meet him. When he gets himself together, I'll meet him. And I think that's reasonable, you know. Um, what are they supposed to talk about? <laughs> he doesn't have a job. He, he has nothing going on. Like, what? what is the conversation going to be? <laughs> she hasn't spent any time with this guy to prison yet. So I'm not sure what she thought it was going to be like, him meeting her family. So, um, Brittany, I don't know... I don't fully understand why she's dealing with this guy. She said something to them like, you can't help how you feel. And I think that's interesting because it's like, I hear sometimes people say that or they say you can't help who you fall in love with. And it's hard for me to understand that or believe that because like, you can help who you go on dates with, you can help who you spend time with, you can help who you, you know, sleep with, who you put energy into. (laughs) So like, it's kind of not true that you can't help who you love because you do choose who to spend time with and open yourself up to emotionally and physically and spiritually so um i don't really buy that so next uh oh that's that's all i have for Brittany and ray they didn't have she didn't have a huge scene so now next let's go on to the next uh couple i'm going to talk about stan and lisa so <laughs> 
we see Sam, he's chilling in this house, he's in a robe, and um, he's making himself a cute little um, charcuterie board. Is that how you pronounce it? I'm not sure if I pronounced it right, but y'all know what I'm talking about. <laughs> the little trays with your cheese and your meats and your crackers and your fruit. Um, it, it was cute. And um, he talks about how losing his wife was really hard for him and... Um, you know, he, he doesn't like to be alone, and, and, you know, that's understandable. I get that. Um, people get lonely, but I don't know if he's going about it in the best way, <laughs> and not simply because he's looking for somebody younger than him. Obviously, there's plenty of older men who do that, but um, I, I'll get a little later into why I think this is, uh, that he's making a mistake here, but he mentions that he has kids. Um, well, Lisa calls him and, you know, they, they kind of talk about sex a little bit and, um, it just made me think about how, baby, I couldn't do this. Listen, <laughs> this guy, like these girls that can be with these really older dudes who aren't attractive, God bless y'all. <laughs> but anyway, so she, she asks him if she's going to get to meet his kids and he pretty much says no because his kids don't want to meet her. He says that his kids don't um, like any of the women he's dated and they wouldn't care. They wouldn't like any of them no matter what age they are. And I actually don't believe him because <laughs> I think that the reason why his daughters have probably not liked any of the women is because they've probably all been very younger, much younger than him. And it's probably been obvious they're just with him for his money, which he's fine with, but his kids probably aren't. <laughs> so um, I think that if he met a woman closer to his age or his age, I think they'd probably be okay with that. <laughs> so, who was more sincere? Um, so, then he he says that he's going to leave um, his wealth to his children. That each of them are going to get twenty five percent. I don't know. I think he had at least two daughters. I don't know if he had more, but um, he says that he would be open to marrying Lisa and also. Um, giving her 25% of his wealth as well. And I was quite shocked that he said that on, on television, that he allowed that to be recorded and why he would even volunteer that. Um, I'm, I mean, I know the producers probably asked him, but I just, I'm like, this man can't be this dense. Like, he could not be this foolish. Um, and I'm going to discuss why it was quite unsafe for him to say that a little later. So... He ends up going to a wig store, like not a beauty supply, but a specifically a woman who sells wigs, who makes wigs and sells them. Um, and because he wants to get some wigs for Lisa so she can feel good, because she tells him that she has lost her hair. How did she lose her hair? She lost it after getting it snatched in a fight. Her hair got snatched out of her head <laughs> in a fight. So we know who, who won the fight, and it was not Lisa. I mean, maybe she still won it. I don't know. Maybe she pulled the other chick's hair out, too. I don't know. But I was just like, ma'am. I mean, I've seen fights in my life when I was in, like, middle school. I ain't never seen nobody's hair get snatched out their head. I mean, and, like, did she snatch all the hair? Or did, was it, like, one area, and then she had to cut the rest to even it out so she didn't have like this big bald spot like it's just like what <laughs> and then um 
Okay, so he's getting, he went to this, uh, this black-owned business. It was a sister who owned it, and I was happy for her that she was getting um, some advertisements because um, her wig looked good. The wig on her head looked good. I mean, it was like bleach blonde. I'm not going to comment on the color, but the, it looked like human hair. She laid it well, so it looked good. Um, and so I was like, okay, she knows what she's doing. <laughs> but those wigs that she sold him, First of all, they look synthetic. That's number one. <laughs> now, I could be wrong. I'm not a wig specialist, but um, they didn't look like human hair. They, they for sure were not lace fronts. And that's and I was like, why didn't she give him? All of them had bangs, and I don't. They, they just didn't look that great. <laughs> but um, she charged him thirteen hundred dollars, and I was like, ma'am. <laughs> They don't even look like human hair and they're not lace fronts. Like, I was like, ooh, she's scamming this man. <laughs> but, um, so while, before he leaves, he gets a call from Lisa or while he's leaving the, the store, wig store. And she says, she's ranting and raving because apparently her brother's been arrested. Arrested for what, you ask? Arrested for getting into a high-speed chase with police. I don't know what he did that they were chasing him. I don't remember what she said. And Lisa says, you know, I don't know if I should just let him stay in jail and charge it to the game or if we should help him. And I was real confused because I was like, who is we? We don't have no money. Stan has money. I mean, I don't know what kind of money Stan has in the bank. Um... He said his net worth is $2.3 million. That, um, I think, might be assets. Maybe um, he's including the, the home he lives in or he has another property that he rents out or something. Or, and I think maybe he has stocks. You know, that, that could be what his worth is, which that's wealth. That's something. But he may not have money in the bank, like literal cash. I don't know. But um, whether he does or not, like, it's his money. Like, it's not yours. Regardless. So I just was like... Like, even how she approached it was weird because she could have been like, yo, could you help my my brother? You know, I really want to help him, but I don't have the money. She didn't even approach it like that, talking about we. But anyways, Stan ain't coming, you know, I'm having it. He didn't. He was like, nah, we going to leave him in there. I'm, <laughs> no. <laughs> and um, that does at least show me that um, Stan is not necessarily got, like, this woman doesn't have a hold on him. So that's good that he was just like no now we don't know if he's bailed the brother out in the past we don't know um so mm, but he said he's only spelled five thousand so probably not now and and i will say this i notice i think unlike everybody else stan is not purporting to necessarily be in love like i don't get the vibe that he's enamored with her personality or anything like that like he's being very clear that he wants sex and he just wants a young woman next to him I, i'm not getting vibes that he's so in love and enamored although he did lie to her and say when she was telling him that you know she lost her hair and um she feels like she looks like a boy he was like you know i don't care about that i love you for your personality and i'm like why is he sitting up here lying to her and everybody watching like boy stop you just sat up here and talked about how you date younger women because you feel the sex is better you are not in love ne never mind so listen um <laughs> so then this is the part that got me. Stan starts telling us about Lisa and her family. And she comes from a family of criminals. Her father was a murderer. Okay. And her brothers have all been in and out of prison as well. And I'm like, okay, so you said this. You're aware of this. 
and you chose to say it on this show, and then you also chose to say that you would possibly consider marrying this woman and giving 25% of your wealth to her. I'm like, man, sir, what? <laughs> like, this woman could off you. <laughs> this woman could get rid of you. First of all, this woman could, would, like, convince you to marry her, get rid of you, and then take your, your assets and your property. Like, dude, <laughs> like, I could not understand why he would say that. Even if he was thinking it, he should not have said it. I'm like, yo, we about, this man about to end up on a true crime show. <laughs> like, I was like, this, you do not know what this woman is capable of. Why would you say that? I mean, what has she done to earn your trust? Why? I mean, even if you were going to marry her, why would you give her anything? You can marry her, have her sign a prenup that she gets nothing. <laughs> or that you leave her, you know, $2,000. Like, why would you say that? I mean, I was just flabbergasted <laughs> because, I mean, you would think that him knowing, you know, the background she comes from, that he would protect himself, that he would know that this woman could try to harm you and take what you have. Like, my God, this, you know, his, this is, okay, so I, <laughs> hopefully uh, Stan can stay safe. And the other, uh, other thing I just wanted to say is that, you know, when she was trying to convince him to give her the money to bail her uh, brother out she was like it's just money easy come easy go and I was like that's that's something that somebody who's never worked for money in their lives would say you could tell this woman ain't never worked a real job ain't never actually earned money and and really earned doesn't understand how money works now money doesn't have to be hard to come by if you ever start investing regularly or starting a business but like people who have worked for their money or who have set up passive income and things, they never say that. <laughs> like nobody who's had to work for money or set up systems for money to work for them would ever say easy come, easy go. <laughs> so you could tell just by her saying that, that she's never really had to earn money and work for it or, you know, develop skills and set up, you know, ways to make money work for her. You know, anyway, so... I really was just like, wow. So next, I'm going to talk about Deontay and Nicole. Deontay. Um, so Deontay uh, went to pick up Nicole. Nicole with two L's, I forgot to say. Nicole with two L's. And he's excited. He's getting ready. Now, I'm going to say this and I'm not going to harp on it, but I have, I, I, I want to say it because I notice um, in some reviews, people aren't acknowledging it. Deontay, although he is clearly something ain't right mentally, he has a nice body and I'm not going to feel ashamed about saying it. The dude had a six pack. <laughs> I mean, he has a nice body. It's a shame that he's, but anyways, <laughs> so, um, so anyways, he, he goes to pick her up and he's nervous and you know um so when she comes up he's saying bring that a here bring that a here and um you know she comes up to him she hugs him she's smiling whatever whatever and you know he's just really excited and, and I must say you know I will say as excited as he was you know I would like if I'm if I'm seeing my man and, and if I'm I, I mean I'm 
I'm not in a relationship, but if I, if I'm, when I'm in a relationship, <laughs> I want my man to be that excited to see me, <laughs> you know, I, I would like him to be that excited to see me, I will at least say that, but, um, then, you know, <laughs> so he gives her, uh, the money, the, the, which, you know, I don't know if that's a thousand dollars, they were all 20, so it could have been several hundred or a couple hundred, um, which, you know, I thought it was Monopoly money, but I guess it's real, and, <laughs> Monopoly money, I'm joking, but yeah, and then they drink some alcohol in front of the prison, and, um, you know, he's hugging her from the back, and he's, he's being real aggressive, you know, he, he's doing a bit much, and he's touching her a lot, and, um, then he's getting aroused, and he's verbally saying, you know, he's, you know, I think Deontay, <laughs> um, people have been saying online, they think, you know, something's up with him, and um, I don't know for sure what's wrong with him, but I think it's possible that he might um, be high, have high-functioning autism, and I am not an expert in autism, I'm not a doctor or anything, I only learned a little bit about autism in school, but I think that the little I learned is that autism um, is a condition where the so the part of the brain that regulates um, understanding social behavior, inhibitions, how to behave, um, that part of the brain is underdeveloped. And but since um, but. Uh, autism is a spectrum, you know, so you have people that have differing levels of it. And I think that, you know, we see that Deontay can work a job. He has a skill set, blase, blase. He's been in the military. So, you know, but it seems that he doesn't have inhibition socially. You know, he says things that, you know, somebody might think, but they're not necessarily going to say. <laughs> and he doesn't seem to realize that there are things that he shouldn't be saying. <laughs> and so that's why I wonder if maybe he has autism. Like, like when he said, like, um, you know, the torso, like saying the holes used to be smaller and, and um, how he didn't seem to realize how that sounded. <laughs> and then throwing the torso in the dishwasher in front of... Um, a camera crew and knowing millions of people were watching and just not seeing what was wrong with that and then or having any shame about it like even if he's done that if he does that on a regular basis like not having the inhibition of you know what I don't think I want people to know about this <laughs> right <laughs> so to just and then saying bring that a here to her and then getting aroused in front of a camera crew again we know a camera crew is not just a cameraman it's a cameraman it's a sound person it's a lighting person it's pas there's at least five you know three four or five people standing there and like and then saying what he said like just not realizing how any of these things sound <laughs> you know it's like and even the fact of like him not comprehending that people take advantage of people for their own benefit and can lie and deceive. Like the fact that he doesn't realize that or seem to understand that. So it's like not understanding that some people 
use their like you know will take advantage of other people in social situations depending on what it is like so like it's possible I don't know but part of me doesn't want him to be autistic because then it's like I can't really mock him you know I can't laugh at him <laughs> it will be I'd feel bad so hopefully he's actually not uh, so anyways that was his scene with her and then um well no we're not finished so Nicole talks about she tells us a little about her a little about herself and she says that um, she always was a good kid. She never really got into trouble. And then when she turned 16 or 17, um, she got turned out by a bad boy <laughs> that she met in high school. I'm going to say she got turned out because that's what it sounds like. And um, she started getting into trouble and, and, you know, stealing and doing drugs. She said she was doing Xanax, taking Xanax and she was like xanax just makes you want to rob people and something else and then i was like you know i don't think she knows what xanax is <laughs> i don't know if she realizes that xanax is that's not what it's supposed to make you want to do actually it's uh it's a medication for depression and anxiety i think so i don't know if sometimes these people that abuse prescription drugs or abuse over-the-counter drugs um are not aware of what the original intent of the drug is. <laughs> like they don't realize that these drugs are actually uh, not for, um, to get high off of. <laughs> They're actually were created for people who have certain conditions. So I was like, <laughs> but anyways, so then we see a picture of her and um, it kind of confirms why I thought she was lying when she told um, Deontay that she's never been with a black guy because in the picture there are two black guys like their 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 faces are blanked out but you can see their skin tone and I mean listen that doesn't mean she was with those black guys but I, I don't know I just uh, <laughs> you know I, I think she could read Deontay for who he is and um, she said that because she could tell that's something he wanted to hear <laughs> so but I don't know that it's true um, so yeah she and then she says that um she loves him but she doesn't know about sex because she just got out of prison and I was like what are you talking about yeah you just got out of prison like you haven't been with a man in, in four years <laughs> so um that just tells you she doesn't want to smash him and, and and um I get it he's anyways <laughs> so yeah um on to the next couple. I'm going to talk next about Rachel and, wait, yeah, Rachel and Doug. Wait, should I talk about Rachel and Doug or talk about Courtney and Josh? Let me talk about Courtney and Josh, actually, because not much happened with them. So they they finally meet this this chick um is in the pickle suit she I guess she wanted to surprise him but then she didn't even end up getting up so he goes and finds her and she's laying on the ground and he like kisses her on the ground I'm like girl get up what the and, like, and then like he asks her why are you wearing the pickle suit like she said it was this inside joke and he didn't even know why she was in it so but um I will say they embrace each other and um you can see that they really like each other and I was like wow this is one of the most sincere um, heartfelt uh, meetings that we've seen on this show like I'm sure there's been another one and what I mean mutually like I'm trying to think of another couple oh okay Marcelino and Brittany um, but they like were just like laughing and 
embracing each other. Um, but this one was like, you know, I was like, oh, it was actually nice to see. Um, so then, uh, you know, you could just see he was happy and they were flirting and everything and they're in the car and big ups to her friend because I don't know if I could do that for a friend. I, I don't know. <laughs> but um, she, she's a good friend. So Audra, I think her name was. And so they go and get some food and um, he's like, this is the best burger I've ever had in my life. And I'm like, sir, <laughs> like, you know, you've been in prison since you were 18. He's just really hungry. He hasn't had good food in years. And I mean, this is like fast food, so it's not like it's good food. But anyways, it's better than what he's been eating. And um, so they get back to her house and she's showing him around and um her place didn't look that nice. I mean, it wasn't messy or disgusting or anything. It was just kind of basic. And I think I was a little surprised because I was like, I mean, she said on the first episode that she just really wants to be a wife. That's the biggest thing she's wanted to be in her life. And then I'm like, well, I mean, you know, different women uh, f fulfill that role differently. But, you know, she went to see him and she wasn't dressed cute. She brings him home and she doesn't have a meal cooked. Her place is not decorated or like really nice looking. Like, I mean, <laughs> she didn't really do some of the like stereotypical or traditional things that like for me, I would like, I think a man would expect and I don't think it would be unreasonable for him to expect. <laughs> but this is a guy who's been in prison since he was 18. So I, he probably didn't have any of those expectations. <laughs> so uh, anyways, um, now, you know, they're both nervous. I mean, she's not nervous. She's ready to get it in. He's a little nervous because, you know, he's been in prison since he was 18. <laughs> he hasn't been with a woman. I mean, I don't know. Part of me, and I, no one really said this in reviews, but I was like, well, has he? <laughs> and I say that because he was, he was messing with her. So was he ever messing with any of the other female guards? Has, she, has that occurred to her? <laughs> but anyways, you know... <laughs> so, and was he messing with any men? Um, I don't know, but, um, so, he, um, they're, like, cuddling up and kissing, but, like, the dogs are on the bed, and I'm like, wait, are you gonna leave the dogs there, or, like, wh what are y'all, <laughs> you know, and then even that, like, she didn't even... Anyways, <laughs> like, I'm not, I mean, I know she gave up her, her job. I, I'm just going off of how she said she wanted to be a wife. And it's just like, she didn't really do any of the things that I think like some men would expect. But anyways, I'm not judging her. I'm just going off of what she said about wanting to be a wife. If she hadn't said that, I wouldn't be saying this. Um, so anyways, um, I was a little surprised that they were about to get it in with dogs on the bed. They had to have kicked the dogs off the bed. Like, they had to have. <laughs> but anyways, so then, so that's, um, oh, and he, he's going to be able to stay with her for the 14 days to quarantine, and then he's going to have to go stay with his cousin. So, um, that's about it for them. Now, Rachel and Doug, so Doug, um, Doug calls her and he's still talking 
crazy. Like, <laughs> I mean, how every time... I guess this is what they're showing us. They're not showing us if he has any phone calls where he's calm. Because how come every time now we're hearing him or talking on the phone crazy? And I'm just like, that, he's not talking to her like this every time. He can't be. But um, he's again like, oh, have you called my PO? Have you done this, that, and the other, whatever? And I'm just like, where is this freaking entitlement coming from? <laughs> how in the world is a man in prison paying no bills? No money, no job, nothing. <laughs> How in the world could she allow a man like that to talk to her? I mean, a man who's doing all those things still shouldn't talk to a woman like that. But especially <laughs> when you have nothing. How do you, and I'm telling you, when he gets to the house, I don't think she's going to be taking that. Like at first, I mean, if he's blowing her back, I mean, if, if she enjoys the sex, maybe at first. But at a minute when he's not, when she's looking at him and she's like, hold up, I pay the bills. I'm the one with the money. I buy the groceries. <laughs> I, I get somebody to cut the lawn. Hold up, how the hell, you, who are you talking to? Like, I feel like when he gets there and she really is like, hold up. <laughs> she's going to start like getting some bass in her voice and talking with her chest and be like, who are you talking to? Because I know you're not talking to me because you can leave. <laughs> you know so um yeah we'll see so she goes and talks with her mom and um you know I, I feel bad I feel for her mom you know you could just see the the pain in her eyes <laughs> and um and the disappointment and the concern and Her mom asked her how much money she spent on Doug, and she says maybe um, 40K? 30? No, 20, 30, or 40K, I think she said. And she says that that's food, hotels, gas, phone calls. Um, I don't believe any of these people when they give these, these uh, five-figure numbers. I mean, I do think they probably spent some money, but I don't know that it's gone over 5,000, really. I think... Um, Scott Stan is the only one telling the actual truth about the number. He probably has spent $5,000 on her, but that's probably as much as all these other people have spent. They probably all spent a couple thousand. I never believed any of them. I don't believe Lizzie. Lizzie did not get 90000 from him. I didn't believe that. Um, when Megan said that she spent 12000 with Michael, I didn't believe that either. So um, I think they have, but I don't think the numbers are that high. So then... Um, her mom brings up her previous uh, situation. So apparently Rachel was married before to another um, convict who was also a heroin addict. And they show a picture of um, their wedding and uh, them in their uh, wedding clothes. And uh, I was like, wow. And uh, also a big man. The guy was also really tall. I mean, obviously everybody's taller than, than this chick, but <laughs> right. But she definitely likes tall tall men you know like it's one thing if she was with a guy who was five seven the 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 height difference wouldn't be that big but she clearly gets with six feet plus men like that guy was six foot at least and he was big like he was not skinny he was a, a thick fluffy guy so she likes big men <laughs> but um whether they're big tall or big by you know by length or width or both and um he was a heroin addict and that was you know really bad for her and 
that, you know, the mom doesn't want to be getting phone calls from her again with that. So she says that, you know, he went back to prison and she was on these websites looking for somebody just to be friends with. And I was like, oh, so you think we're dumb? Girl, stop. (laughs) We are not stupid. Nobody is going on a prison dating site looking for friends. Stop it. So (laughs) because what? (laughs) Like, I don't know who she thought was going to believe that BS, but um yeah and um side note her and her mom are twins um (laughs) exact same face everything like I mean she pretty much can look at her and see what she's gonna look like when she's her her age and her mom look good she she doesn't look terrible you know she looks good so um so anyways she she also tells her mom that he told, oh no, she didn't tell her mom. She told the, the producers in the confessional that he told her that he, prior to her, that he talked to other women um, for money and that, but that's not all it is with her. And she was like, oh, he could scam anyone. He could get um, money from literally anyone. So because he's getting it from me, he's not scamming. And I was like, I didn't understand what she was saying, like genuinely, because I was like, yeah, you're just the one that bit. You're the one that stuck it out. Like, I mean, (laughs) there's probably other chicks that just didn't stick around with it and didn't stick with him. Um, And you're the one who stuck with it. You're the one who came to visit him. Like, you're just the one of the one of the chicks who stuck around and you got him on a TV show. I mean, um, now he's going to be able to get his own money without trying. He's gonna he's gotten a paycheck from this show like what <laughs> so I didn't know what the point she was trying to make because I didn't really get it but and then um she also says you know he's made all this effort to be with her that he worships her and um I was just like confused because I was like what kind of effort can you make from prison like what are you talking about like I don't under- I don't understand what she's saying like what could he be doing from prison that's effort effort to do what <laughs> and then she said worshiping you and I'm like how is he worshiping you when he talks to you like that <laughs> like I don't understand <laughs> so um I don't know part of me I thought that this was just about sex with her because that's what she explained it to be but something else is going on with her now that we know that about the the other ex the other her ex-husband Something's up with Rachel. I don't know what it is, but something's up with her. Um, There's a reason why she's dealing with these types of men, and I I can't tell what it is. So, um, so yeah, that is uh, my review of Love After Lockup. Again, season three, episode 36. Should be season four, episode two. This is what they want to do. This season is uh, going well so far. We still have another couple that we haven't been introduced to. I really hope they're not another Angela and Tony because we see the lady what at what looks like again a Greyhound bus station or something. Um, so <laughs> I really I really hope that the same thing doesn't happen and the guy doesn't show up and it's like why are you showing it to these people? The guy didn't show, we don't need to see him. <laughs> so but they haven't introduced us to her yet. Um, so yeah, we'll see. Hopefully we get to see her next week and see the guy. And yeah, it's just, it's going pretty well right now. I'm liking the season. So thank you for listening. If you're listening on YouTube, like, comment, and subscribe. And if you are listening 
um, on any of the podcast directories. Uh, rate the podcast if you enjoy it and come, please come back. Um, so yeah, thanks again for listening. Bye.